Jenny, because God knows it was a shit storm of a morning trying to, um, you know, and everything that I'm hearing through other avenues of people being spied upon, I'm sure it's got something to do with that. That's just my take on it. And that's what I'm going with. But anyways, good morning, everyone. It is Wealth Wellness Wednesday. We've got a lot to cover. This is Carol, so AKA Naughty Boss, live from Bureau Beach with two sisters. Hey, good morning, everyone. It's Janice, AKA Wellness Diva 5.0. <laughs> yeah, there's something, there's something in the air today. And I'm not going to get it into everything, but um, the tagline was, we are later than we normally are, but earlier than we said yesterday. And we just want to give a shout out to our uh, proposed guest who had a family emergency. Um, and we do hope to have her rescheduled at some point. But, you know, it is Wealth Wellness Wednesday, <coughs> and there's always something going on. And before we get into the crops of our day, um, I always like to begin with something that I've learned from the day before, or maybe something that I learned or thought of as I was walking. Who would have thought that, you know, sometimes I come up with all these great ideas when I'm out walking at Odark Hundred. So <laughs> how does it make you feel? And this is a generalized question, but I know how it makes me feel, which I'm going to do. I'm going to showcase what, what and how I do it. How does it make you feel when you put on one of your favorite lip glosses? Well, well it makes me feel pretty flipping awesome. Just saying, kind of nothing to do with nothing, but that's what I thought of. I like that. And uh, it makes me feel good if I could actually put it on correctly. I always screw up the corners. I've been learning different tricks, but I'm one that can put it on. It looks good for a second. And all of a sudden, I take a sip of something or eat. And then the next thing you know, this just does all over my face. I don't know. I'm, I'm doing something wrong. I've been trying different stains that kind of helps, but I have to be very careful um, to not go too far into the corners. Otherwise I'm going to look like um, that character from Batman. Oh, the Joker. <laughs> the Joker yes. Yes. Oh, the, I don't the know, Joker. I, not one of my, you know, lipsticks. I love, obviously I wear lipstick all the time. <laughs> some days i'm dead on and other days yeah i'm looking like the joker but you know what i don't really care <laughs> well you know somebody i point was... it out somebody will point it out and they'll you know give me a corner like what do you got on your face there hey and now even with glasses i screw it up but i don't really care well and the other thing that i always talk about too is you know if my hair looks somewhat decent i'm okay with that yeah. today it looks somewhat decent it's got the little howdy doody kind of um thing going on there but all is good because i am going to see my hairstylist next week uh, excuse you me you have an appointment yes courtesy of my husband who's been doing a lot of side jobs and um saved up some money for me to go so i i love my cakes and that's his nickname by the way cakes and so I'm very excited about that. Such a sweet thing to do. So these cakes, are you frosting? <laughs> no, I don't. Well, I know exactly how we came up with that name, but I am not at liberty to discuss. No, I, I, yeah, that's probably that's not a good idea. <laughs> it's not a good story, but you know, it's just between the yeah. two. So 
That's right. And that's how it should be. You know, you gotta have, you know what, you gotta have some privacy in this world because God knows we don't get it on social media and the internet. And I just choking in it, but kudos to 45 who made his announcement at 11 o'clock. He's going after them all and good for him. Uh, class action suit. Uh, I'm all for that. And if I can jump on board to any class action suit, uh, being a member of that prestigious club of being in Facebook, Flakebook jail um, or Instagram jail or Twitter jail or whatever one comes jail there is, social media jail. I'm all in. I am so far, far it, for it and excited about that. And that was really good news to hear because I needed some good news because on a Wealth Wellness Wednesday, we're combining many things of like from Monday Mindset. We, we Everything leads up to where we're going. So we have Monday Mindset. We have Trend Tuesday. that leads us into Wealth Wellness Wednesday, which we talk about having that good relationship with wealth and wellness uh, because you, you got to have a healthy relationship with money, right? Paying it for doing kind things for other people. But also with a Wellness Wednesday, also comes a reality check. A lot of people, you know, have asked me, how do you keep it balanced? And I'm sure they're asking you too, Jan, the same thing. How do you keep your health and your mindset and your wealth wellness balanced and in check when there's so much bullshit going on in the world today? And it's not easy. You know, it's, it's a lonely job of being that advocate. I'm, you know, a strong believer. I've always been an advocate on children's rights. Um, that does not stop just because I'm, you know, in that older category. Uh, it does not stop. I actually fight even harder because I want to make sure that I leave this planet and this earth intact for the young minds of today to uh, know, to make sure that they've got, you know, a planet and a, a country that they're proud of and that they, that they love. And uh, for those of you who are like really big into podcasts, uh, you know, we've been chatting quite a bit about CRT, uh, critical race theory. And there's a few things that I want to address with that because it is Wealth Wellness Wednesday. And also, you know, mindset and wellness comes from what you are uh, locking arms with, what uh, causes you're going fighting for, what dreams you're going after. They're all intertwined, right? So I saw a video and I actually posted on my personal page of a group of uh, black African boys, uh, American boys going after a white uh, American boy. And I believe maybe the uh, kind of sounds like, cause again, it's, it's a video on Twitter that the white boy must've, you know, started to ride the bike of one of the black boys. It's kind of how I'm seeing, you know, how people sometimes get, you know, a little territorial with their toys or their bikes or whatnot. Well, the next thing you see is uh, three or four boys just beating the shit out of this little boy. They're all little, by the way, they're all very young. And then you have the, you have the person that's actually taking the video who sounds to be a, a bit older, maybe. Uh, they look to be maybe, you know, I don't know, 10, 9, 10, 11, 12, somewhere in that age group. It's hard to tell because your, your eyes are focused on, you know, the boys laughing and kicking this little boy in the head and beating the living bejesus out of him. They chase him down and you see this poor little boy pleading, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know, basically, you know, I rode your bike or whatever it may be. Um, and sadly, you know, is that a video that I like to share? No. Uh, you know, I had a lot of people say, you know, you, 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 
you're a mindset coach. You, you, you're constantly giving us uh, things to overcome and things to open up our eyes to see about our health and wellness. But part of that also has to be about what is going on in our world because it does impact our health and our wellness. It breaks my heart to see young children, regardless of their skin color, to be beating each other up. But sadly, uh, that is the equation of, and the result of what happens when you're teaching about divisiveness. I cannot say that I've seen a beating like that. Uh, and, you know, maybe from the 60s, I saw it, something like that. Uh, because again, that's when racial tensions were extremely high. But I also believe that as Americans, we were redeemable. We have redeem, redeemable qualities that we learn from our past mistakes going forward. You know, trying to live by the golden rule. And for those that, you know, refuse to, they put the blinders on and they say, nah, this isn't really happening. Well, let's let's look about the, the news cycle over the last few days. You have the uh, largest teachers union coming out and basically telling parents and warning them, we'll take you on, we will litigate you, but guess what? Your kids are already ours. That is a very threatening statement. Um, and one that's quite alarming. And ultimately the school unions have nothing to do with the teachings of what's going on at school. It's actually up to the school boards and a lot of parents don't realize that. So I love Charlie Kirk's message out there. And if you have not Googled Charlie Kirk and you really are trying to really embrace and understand what CRT is, and the branches off of that, and actually where the umbrella of where CRT actually falls under, which is intersectionality, which is even a bigger problem. But you know, the, the problem being that these little things are happening uh, right under the parent's nose. So you have the right to ask your school board, school committee, your board of education, are your teachers members of the NEA, the National Education Association, whatever it is. I think it's called the NEA, it's definitely the NEA. You just muted yourself. Can you hear me now because I got a call coming through and I want to make sure that I'm still loud. Can you still hear me? Now I can hear you. Okay, good. So uh, if, if you have your phone there, can you just text Johnny and saying that we're on the Zoom? Because I'm on my actual cell phone. I couldn't get on through the computer. But anywho, these are the little buzz things that happen when you're running a podcast and we don't care. We, you know, if we're being real raw, you know, we get an interruption, shit happens and we're all good with that. But as a parent, you have the right to ask your school board if in fact your, the teachers in that particular district are members of the NEA. The NEA is really equivalent from the mindset of the KKK. I mean, it, 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 it's parallel. Like we, we, we don't want that in us. We don't want to be a part of that. We don't want our teachers to be a part of that because they're big. It's, it's about bigotry. We don't want bigotry in our schools. We are trying to enlighten children, uh, you know, that we are a society, but that's really comes from the parents. We're a society that we can work together, be together, cheer each other on. We don't care about the skin color. You know, I, it almost seems like we're taking such a, such a disservice and taking a step back. The other piece to it is I've chatted with uh, some teachers and assistant principal and a couple different teachers. And 
they are convinced, these particular teachers and administrators are convinced that there's nothing wrong with what's going on, that they are in fact teaching and enlightening children, which has been going on, by the way, for many, many years, on our curriculum, um, uh, of course, I mean, it's a CRT curriculum resolution theory or uh, a curriculum, you know, responsive theory, responsive learning, responsive teaching, which that particular umbrella was really all about sharing diversity, showing the goodness of di diversity, uh, different ethnic backgrounds, different races, but that we all can be successful. It's a very good teaching. The, part, the sad part is that these uh, left, left liberal agenda people that are funding the CRT are taking those subject lines or those headers of that type of teaching and are gonna now switch it to kind of mold it with like silly putty under CRT. And some of the teachers don't even realize this is going right underneath their nose. They don't even know. So I had a parent uh, actually message me and said, why do you think this is going on now? And I said, going on now, question mark. What do you mean going on now? This has been going on for over 15, 20 years. And she says, our schools were not like that. Your children didn't. I said, no, but where did they, where was the focus first of this ideology? Uh, it was in colleges. It was in very much part of their curriculum. Their, uh, you know, liberal colleges, if you live in a liberal state, the state schools, you had professors that were actually chatting, talking, and indoctrinating college students. Well, guess what? Those college students now are the teachers in the school systems now. Those college students are now professors. So that you see the cycle, just like we've talked about many times that 9-11 didn't happen overnight. There was a lot of planning. This virus, a lot of planning, contrary to what people think, a lot of planning. Uh, things don't happen overnight. We've had decades upon decades of, upon decades of the layers of government and, and what, what they've been up to, which has not really been good, right? We've seen some of the layers peel back uh, prior to this current administration. They were the peeler backs to really uh, show in raw, stinky form of the onion of what was really going on in our government. And it's still going on, right? So you look at all of those things, then you look at the push now from the current administration to, and, and the current administration also gives their blessings for uh, this, uh, they're ba basically partnered with these teacher unions. So that tells you, you know, because a lot of people say, well, I don't want to bring politics into it. You can't help it because there's politics bullshit written all over it, number one. It's a left-wing agenda. But then the flip side of that, kind of to, to, to change the narrative just slightly, so many people are questioning, what is the push on getting children and getting vaccines in the school? And of course we have the current administration pushing now they're going to do what? Hey, open up. Not my hood. Have you, have you gotten your vaccine yet? But what I find really ironic, you want to go door to door to American citizens to push a vaccine, but yet the borders are wide open and you're welcoming millions upon millions of illegal immigrants that have the virus. And I had a parent ask me that, like, you know, all this weird stuff going on, what do you think it means? And I said, well, my opinion, what happened last year, in the last 15 months, 
was a playbook to see how pliable, how silly putty American citizens were. And what did we do? We, we gave ourselves our rights, our liberties, and we handed it over on a silver platter. We complied, we didn't question, we didn't revolt, we didn't say, I mean, not that we didn't, a lot of us did do that, but for the most part, most people just took their word on whatever agenda was spewed out from many not qualified people, qualified maybe on paper, but certainly not qualified without an agenda. And I'm speaking of Dr. Falsi in particular. So how do you, you know, how does an American wrap their heads around all of this that is going on between the schools, what's going on with these, uh, uh, the threats from these powerful unions to the really kind of wacky decision to come up with this, gonna go knocking on the doors and yet there's, you won't even close the border. You're actually opening the border up to everyone that has the virus. And then you, then, then it takes even more of a peculiar turn because you've got the, you know, the leader of our country, I don't know, at some store buying ice cream or pie or whatever the hell he's buying. And, you know, the cashier must ask him a question. And he was not only dumbfounded, he actually had to go in his, you know, suit jacket. Uh, I don't know what, 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 what answer do you want? Uh, I don't know. And this is the guy who's got his hands on the nuclear football. Yeah. How about knock, knock, knock on the border wall and freaking do something about that? Yes. Mm. Oh, you can see the, the news cycle this week really did, you know, I mean, it's been going nonstop, but for me, you know, it, it got to the choking mode last night. I didn't sleep well last night. You know, I'm, I'm a firm believer in, you know, obviously we want to take care of our mindset and everyone says, we'll take a break, take a pause. And my worry is, you know, uh, we become complacent. But the interesting fact is, I'm going to share an interesting fact that actually Charlie Kirk shared. So there is this test that is required by the government. It's a U.S. test on education, right? And they tested uh, five, they test everyone, but in, in particular, he's talking about five districts in Baltimore, because Baltimore is one of the ones that's the big push for the CRT, you know, by the districts. And his argument was, what are the results from this test, which will give an idea of the students' education as where it stands today? How well are they being taught? How well and what do they know? Well, sadly, in these five districts in Baltimore, not one student, not one, was reading at grade level. That's the first thing. The second thing was most of the grades, and they, I think he actually talked about two different grades, was 11% were mathematically uh, you know, on par in one grade, and I think it was 10% on another. But yet this school, these, this district is focusing on taking parental rights away, uh, teaching teachers how to kind of skirt around the First Amendment to go after parents, because that's what the National Union wants them to do. And yet the quality of education, 
which that's what a teacher's supposed to do, right? Reading, writing, arithmetic, science, history. Their students are not even at grade level. So my question would be to our listeners and our viewers, don't you think it's about time that politics are not infiltrated in the school system and that the teachers get their shista together? And I'm not saying all teachers because there are very good, many good teachers out there. But guess what? These educational tests that are coming from the government speak for themselves. If you've got five districts, and that's just a small sample, five districts in Baltimore that these children are not even on grade par level and can't, not one, and not one student can is on reading level with their grade. That's a problem because these are our future generations, but you want to promote CRT. Now that video I shared was devastating. It's not something that I want to share. I wish I didn't have to share it. But if you're an advocate of children's rights, are you an advocate for parent parental rights? If you're an advocate for uh, freedom of, of learning and, le and having teachers teach and not indoctrinate, you have to share this information. And yes, call, call me a um, keyboard warrior. Call me a digital warrior. I don't care what you label me. I don't give a shit. This is a problem because this is a very dangerous trend that is happening right now. And if parents don't start questioning, going to school board meetings, questioning what's going on, questioning what's going on within their district and understanding that they have the power. You have a lioness in you. You have a lion within you. And you will have to be there for your children that don't have a voice in this bullshit. And now I'm gonna turn it over to you. I feel good, I gotta get that off my chest. My mind feels pretty good right now. Thank you. Well, there's so much I could say, and I know I always say that. I'll start out by saying, everybody knows that listens to this podcast, viewers, followers, how I feel about that subject. Whenever I think of the fake 46, what's happening with our border, you can knock, knock, knock on somebody's front door, but you're not gonna connect. You're not going to make that connection with what is happening with the knock, knock at our borders. Are you flipping kidding me? And whenever I see fake 46, Oh my God. Whenever I see him or hear his voice, yes, I cringe and I try to listen, but not listen. It initially starts out with, I hear him, but I have to forcibly listen. I'm not going to lie. I have to force myself to do that sometimes, but you know who it reminds me of, and this just popped into my head. Um, as messy as it seems. <laughs> Remember Charlie Brown's teacher? Blah, blah, blah. And, and that's what I initially hear. And then I'm like, did he, did he say what I, did I say, did he say what I think he said? Blah, blah, blah. And I just want to get out a slingshot. 
So although I probably <laughs> will say more at some point, which I will, I am just kind of like, wow, blown away. It, it, you have to be. And so how I'm going to deal with my, you know, my, my passion of, of what I believe is right and always doing the right thing. Um, I'm going to uh, kind of tune stuff out today. I'm going to go spread some wealth wellness mm -hmm. with an unsus you know, some unsuspecting people because when, I, when I'm choking in what's going on, I find that if I try to do something nice for somebody else or pay it forward, um, it kind of calms that inner anger that I feel right now. Uh, I am angry. I am disgusted that people are not in tune to what's going on, number one. Uh, I'm glad that more people are being aware. Uh, July 12th, there is a school board meeting in the district of Dudley Charlton, which that is uh, you know, paramount in that district because obviously I have a stakeholder there. Get involved, you know, share it with people. Now, interestingly enough, I, I did share, they're doing actually an actual poll, the group that I belong. And, you know, even, you know, personal friends that I know, um, you know, and, th and this is where it comes where, you know, when you, re you recognize and you realize how different your ideologies are. Um, you know, I will always hold a special place for those people in my heart that will never go away. Um, but my mindset is, you know, is clear. I'm so postured in, in what is right and what clearly is wrong. That that's what we talked about yesterday, but that fixed mindset, that's a fixed mindset for me. I cannot, there's something there that I cannot cross. When you are talking about children that don't have a voice and you're talking about indoctrinating them into being, them being ashamed of how they were born, the color of their skin, um, that that is not good for the country. It's not good for them. It's not good for a school system. It's not good for, and you get doctored up, pretty up the name, fluff it up to anything you want. You can even use past name tags as the, you know, of what the title is, but it does not, does not change it. As I said, if it walks like a duck, it quacks like a duck, feels like a duck, it's a duck. And you can't change that. You can never change that. And, and sadly, some people just like, eh, and then you have the others that, yeah, this isn't really going on. Yeah, you know, what can, I'm one person, what can I do? Uh, the, the inner lioness and the inner lion that are within, and the inner tiger that are within all of you, I hope you come out with your claws. I hope you do, because your children are depending on that. They're depending on you to fight for them and not be made into a experiment of some sort of social wacky theory, ideology that is not, it, there, nothing good can come out of this. Nothing good can come out, come out of this. If you just focus on letting parents parent, do their parental right and duty to talk about certain things with their children at home, uh, and provide different avenues within the school with guidance counselors, I think that's fine. But go back to teaching. Go back to teaching. Stop infiltrating the young minds because you've already done that. We've already seen it. I'm seeing it in the 30-year-olds. I'm seeing it in the 40-year-olds. And yes, even some of the early 50-year-olds. 
you were indoctrinated and you didn't even know what was going on. Well, guess what? You are part of the experiment as well. Let's change the experiment around and go back to just being kind people, patriotic people, sensible, common sense people, and leave certain subject matters up to parents. Stop trying to take the parental rights. And while I do understand not every family has those parents that are involved, or maybe it's a you know one parent household or whether, and yes, you should have definitely some uh, avenues for, for those families to go to. You don't have to infiltrate the entire school system on an ideology that is a theory. Think about that. It's a theory and it's a dangerous one. And on that note, my final words are duck, duck, goose. My name is Janice, AKA Wellness Diva 5.0, and I am with two sisters. And this is Carol Sue, AKA a very fired up naughty boss. And I'm gonna kind of calm that fire down and go do some Wealth Wellness Wednesday, paying it forward to an unsuspecting person and living by the golden rule. We've shared a lot today. We've shared a lot about what we're passionate about. We are passionate about helping children, but we're also passionate about enlightening everyone that, you know what? While we would love the world to be all rainbows, sugar, stars, and unicorns, sadly, it's not. And it's about time that we try to change that by making everyone else aware. And that's what we're doing. We hope you have a great day. We will see you tomorrow, which will be another hot day, I'm sure, because it's what's tomorrow. It's trending Thursday. But you guys have a great day. We'll chat tomorrow. Bye, everyone.